Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Mangalog podcast hosted by me, John. And today we're going to be covering My Hero Academia Vigilantes. Now I've only read the first volume. Um, I purchased the second volume the other day because actually I think it was just yesterday when it released, um, October 2nd, and um, I didn't get a chance to read it. Uh, so I, I was going to initially just read the two volumes, but I stuck with just the one. And uh, I feel like it's, I could still say my piece on it. Just to, as an introduction, you guys, I'm not trying to do a full review yet, though I might return to it um, in a later episode. I'm still trying to, you know, the format for the show is... Um, a little willy-nilly right now because I'm still trying to nail things down. I have a, you know, I had my general idea and I'm just going with the flow right now. And like I said in my introduct, uh, introduction episode, I'm trying to be a little off the cuff. Um, you know, I don't want this to be super formal. I don't want this to be like me reading off of a script. Um, and even my outline is, is bare bones because I just really want to be able to just talk off the cuff because it seems more natural that way. Just like um, people would in like a multi-host um, podcast, you know, they're just the appeal, of, at least in my opinion, to those for me, for those to those podcasts is the fact that, you know, it just sounds like a bunch of people, close friends, just chilling, sitting at a table and discussing something, you know, and that's the kind of feel that I want to give off, even though it's just me right now. That said, it um, definitely doesn't always have to be just me. I will offer a way for you guys to include feedback um, or submissions into the podcast to be either implemented via audio, like if you send me audio through Anchor, or if you send an email, if you want it to be read out loud during the podcast, I will read it out loud. Or if you're just trying to give me just general feedback, but you know, don't necessarily want it read aloud on the podcast, that's fine too. Yeah, so uh, this is the second episode. I hope you can tell that my audio has improved. Um, if it got worse, then, oh man, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I just dropped some money on some equipment for my, the microphone that I do have. If you listen to the introduction episode, um, for this podcast, I did mention that I was getting a um, mobile Shure microphone um, that plugs straight into the lightning port of my iPhone. But I thought to myself, I already actually have a decent microphone. Um, I forgot to mention that on the last uh, episode. Uh, it's a, I think a Blue Yeti or something. It's a condenser microphone. They're known to pick up a lot of outside noises. I wanted to get a dynamic microphone, which usually just picks up the sound directly in front of it. And there's different settings on the Blue Yeti so that you can um, make it slightly, you know, more dynamic where like it's just picking up audio from one direction, which would be my voice. Um, but you know, they're still, they're still pretty sensitive. They still catch a lot of outside noise. I figured uh, I would modify it a bit to, uh, improve the mic itself instead of throwing down a hundred and something dollars for this mobile microphone or, you know, $500 for like an official, like sure, um, dynamic microphone, you know? So it's just like, uh, I, I was like, you know, what? I, what I have is fine. I'll just, uh, make some necessary adjustments, uh, to, to it and, uh, improve the quality. And of course this also depends on like my post-processing skills, which I'm trying to brush up on because it's been a while since I've um, edited in Adobe Audition. I used to do it a lot for school, but now the, the new curriculum I'm in, we don't really use it as much. So I haven't had a lot of practice. Also, the recording space, uh, I do live with two dogs. They like to bark. <laughs> and I also live with my family. And thankfully, they're not home when I record, but... You know, there might be some days where they're in the background. I prefer to record in my room, but it does get a little stuffy in there. And uh, you may notice if the mic picks it up that my air conditioner is running. Hopefully that won't be an issue. And it gets, you know, during the winter, I'm, I'm imagining things are going to get a lot quieter. But right now, I just, I can't not have the air conditioning running. Um, I'll figure out a way to clean it up and, and post. But uh, for now, it's it's going to be running. But uh, yeah, so I ended up buying a boom stand for my mic, um, which is literally just a, like a little 
arm that I can swivel around and control the direction of the mic. But it also means that the mic's not on the table, so it's not affected by vibrations and stuff like that. And um, and also allows me to sit in a more comfortable position. The mic's like right up against my face. Well, not totally up against my face, but. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just much nicer overall. I got a shock mount. Um, and then I already had a pop filter. I put us like a sock, not a sock, but it's like a furry, a fuzzy sock thing uh, covering over the microphone itself. So with the combination of the pop filter and the sock, I'm hoping that it blocks out enough of the background noise, like the fan or the air conditioner and so on and so forth. What else? Okay, I think that was it for like the introduction. I don't want to keep you guys too long. Uh, again, the idea is uh, every week is to introduce you to a new manga series that you may have not heard of. And uh, just try to get you to try it out. Maybe buy the first volume, see if you like it. You don't have to like everything that I um, introduce every week. Um, but hopefully, even if you know I release four episodes a month, out of those four episodes, you find just one manga that you want to try and that you end up really liking. You know, and I'm trying to make it easy so you guys don't have to like break the bank purchasing manga. You know, if like next week I announce a title and you've already read it or it just doesn't sound appealing to you, you could still get something out of the episode. I hope um, just to um, learn about a title at least. You don't necessarily have to drop the seven dollars online or whatever to to purchase the ebook. But yeah, this week is uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes. Now, it's a spinoff of, and I got a little bit into this in my last episode the, towards the end. Um, it's a kind of a spinoff of the My Hero Academia series, uh, which is pretty, it's getting pretty popular right now. It runs in Shonen Jump, which is a manga anthology magazine that um, there actually is an American version of it, but it's only digital. But um, in Japan, it's like the biggest magazine. And uh, all of the manga that are adapted into anime all of those anime usually come from Shonen Jump. All the popular popular ones like Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, um, I think Dragon Ball, um, One Punch Man is a more recent one. There's another one uh, that's getting pretty popular. Well, I th I'd say it's pretty popular now, Food Wars. Yeah, all kinds of uh, titles. It, chances are, if you recognize the uh, anime, it's probably based off of a manga that originally ran in Shonen Jump. Death Note is another one uh, that's pretty popular. Uh, My Hero Academia is currently running. It's one of the big ones in the magazine right now. It's got an anime adaption that's just blowing up. It's it's pretty popular. It's animated by Studio Bones, which did animate stuff like Full Metal Alchemist and uh, Soul Eater. Uh, now there's a spinoff manga um, that is, is uh, I think it's got the author's blessing, but it's a total different author and artist. But the art is very reminiscent to the original art and even the art of the show. Um, so it's it's pretty consistent with the quality that you would expect in the from the main series and honestly there's some parts of it that I actually enjoy more than the main series so if you're not familiar with the main series uh there's this young boy i think his name is yeah i know what his name is his name is midoriya and uh, it's this young green-haired boy and, and it starts off as like kind of your typical story of this nature like he he doesn't have a power he, he lives in a world uh it's actually real life it's japan modern day japan but i think 50 percent of the population is born with a quirk and he happens to be one of the people that um, hasn't been born with a quirk. Even his mom has one, but he doesn't. He was just kind of unlucky that way. But he wants to be a, a professional hero. And, and in this world, there are professional heroes, like licensed heroes um, that go out and fight crime. But there is also a police force. Uh, There's still... So it's like they both kind of work together to um, fight crime. But when some, like otherworldly threat um, comes into play, then that's when the heroes step in. And it's it's very reminiscent of like the Avengers, how they exist in our, our modern day world, but they're, they're kind of their own thing. Like even though there's police and everything still uh, and government powers, there's, still, there's the Avengers, um, which handle bigger threats. Uh, in the original My Hero Academia, he's trying to go to school um, to learn how to become a hero. 
Well, in this case, um, the main character, who I can't remember what his actual his Japanese name is, but they call him Nice Guy, and he's born. He has been born with a quirk. It's not a particularly strong quirk. Um, that's the thing about this world. It's like not everyone's born with some super cool quirk, and some of the quirks like cause you to look deformed and stuff like that. Like you can get you can uh, get pretty unlucky. Um, depending on like you know like what type of quirk you have um but his quirk is just like he gets to glide along the ground um he touches the he touches the ground with in three points usually both of his feet and one of his hands kind of like in a spider-man like pose and that's what he um, reminds me of a lot is spider-man um but yeah he can like slide along the ground at like the speed of a bicycle so a little bit faster than like i guess running but the problem he could go faster but the problem is if he tries to go faster he it's like riding a bicycle with no brakes he can't really control himself I imagine as the series progresses, he's probably gonna learn how to do that, and um, he'll find better uses of his of his quirk. That's what they call the powers in this, by the way. They call them quirks um, because they're not necessarily always powers by the uh, I guess default definition of the word. It's not really a power. It's some of them just have weird quirks <laughs> like that don't really make sense or not really applicable to like a battle or something. You know, some people have support quirks. Some people have like really offensive quirks. Some people just got pretty unlucky <laughs> um but uh yeah so um they call him nice guy because he goes around town just doing small favors for people he's not necessarily trying to be a hero he's just kind of a nice dude um and he earned the reputation uh, for the small little um good things he does for people but i think i think he does mention in the story he wants to be a hero I can't remember why he just doesn't enroll in the academy i'm assuming it's because maybe his grades are lackluster or something because um you know, uh, UA, uh, the academy from the main series where Midoriya ends up enrolling in to become a hero. Um, I, there's probably some special application process. I can't remember the details, but that could be why um, the main character here, uh, Nice Guy, hasn't taken that path to become a hero. He's just kind of doing his own thing. And uh, like many of the um, aspiring heroes in this world, they look up to um, what is basically the sup Superman of their world, All Might. Um, and his power is like, he's basically just super strong and fast. Um, and he looks like your textbook uh, American uh, superhero. Um, he, he big muscles, spandex, the, you know, just the flashy colors and, um, you know, just dramatic pose and everything. Like he, he definitely is the Superman of their world. And uh, the nice guy looks up to him um, uh, fondly. His... Um, design of his superhero outfit um is inspired by all might and he's just uh going around doing uh cool things for people you know just being an overall nice guy um that doesn't last very long because obviously there's got to be some sort of uh conflict in the story so at some point he gets uh introduced to uh another character which i can't remember what his name is but it's this old dude that looks like uh basically batman um he has the mask that goes over his head that kind of turned his eyes white you know the cowl or i think it's the cowl i'm not part i'm not sure what part of the uniform uh, uh that that batman puts over his head um uh, but yeah so he he and he his his thing is like he's just he's just like batman he doesn't have powers he just but he isn't also he's not also rich so money's not his superpower um he's just some bum but he's and he's got kind of like a warped sense of justice, but he's just out there beating up punks that are on drugs, um, trying to s search for these kids that have black tongues because it means they're taking this drug and uh, this quirk enhancing drug basically causes them their quirk to like, I don't know, like triple in power, but it makes them unstable mentally. So they basically become big, buff, dumb 
uh, <laughs> villains, um, uh, uncontrollable villains. And so he's trying to like, I think he's trying to narrow, nail down who exactly is uh, handing out this drug to you know society so he just basically beats the crap out of people and <laughs> to get information out of them like if there's just somebody doing something bad he'll beat the crap out of them to see if they're one of the people affected by the drug but um if they just happen to be a regular villain he just kind of just leaves him there um <laughs> uh, so he bumps into a nice guy and um they kind of form this unlikely alliance. Nice guy is kind of a loner, um, and he's a little bit of a pushover, so he doesn't really... <laughs> initially, it's not like he's jumping on board to want to be a vigilante with this dude. It just happens to be that way. And, but he does enjoy the company, and he, he does, he's, he's excited at the prospect of, you know, taking down bad guys um, because, you know, he's not in the position where he could... Um, well, I think he's not in a position where he could just join the academy and start and learn through the official means. And there's also one other character that joins in um, with them. Her name is uh, Pop Step is her hero name. Again, I don't remember their Japanese names. Her quirk is that she can, I think, just jump high. <laughs> like she can jump really high and she can break her, her own fall if, if she caused like, like if she jumps in the air, like super high in the air and then comes back down and lands, she'll be able to break that fall. But if she gets knocked off a building, she's not gonna be able to break her fall. Like it's gonna hurt her just like any, uh, you know, just like anyone else. Uh, so I think that's how that works. Um, but I could be mistaken. But yeah, her name's Popstep. Uh, and she's basically like this street idol. Um, she goes around make, doing performances, just jumping through the air. And she's kind of got like a skimpy um, a superhero outfit. She's not actually, she doesn't even consider herself a superhero. She just kind of ends up getting mixed in with these dudes. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like I said, it's like this unlikely alliance. It's just these three kind of, it's just like a ragtag team of these three kind of flawed um kids well one of them's an adult man um but the other two seem to be around the same age pop step and nice guy and i'm, I'm enjoying the dynamic between them because it's not like your typical story like it is a spinoff in all sense of the words because it's it, it's following a, a whole different side of this universe which i think is really cool like the danger of these types of stories is that they won't you know these type of spinoff stories that they don't really live up to the original material like it's like you almost neglect it because it's like oh that's not that's not my academia, then eh, whatever. It's like, and it's a different artist and different uh, writer. Nah, no thanks, you know. But uh, it's actually really cool, and um, I'm enjoying the the anime for um, My Hero Academia, but I'm enjoying this manga uh, just as much, if not more, right now because uh, this season of the anime, I think they're in season three right now. It's uh, it's all right. There's been some uh, um, some uh, pretty major uh, episodes um, that had some cool animation and stuff, but. Uh, for the most part, I'm actually enjoying the manga more. And it could be just because it's like an introduction and I'm, it's like you're learning more and more about this world, whereas right now the the anime is just kind of focused on this these exams and stuff. Um, these three form like this kind of weird uh, bond and, and they're setting up this this villain. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, but overall, I'm really enjoying it. Volume 2 just came out yesterday. If you happen to get to... Volume two, uh, feel free to share um, your thoughts on that as well. I'm sure I'll catch up um, soon. But um, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, this is My Hero Academia Vigilantes. I forgot to mention, I think it takes place before um, the main series. Um, you see some cameos from some of the characters. I'm not going to mention who, but it gives me the impression that um, Midoriya hasn't started uh, the Academy yet. So um, I think it's 
yeah, I think it takes place before, or it might run parallel, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's really cool. The art is super um, flashy, uh, very, very reminiscent of a um, comic book, but maybe without like the comic book tropes. Like you have some characters that look like typical comic book heroes, but they've got their own unique spin on them uh, that don't make quite make them like copycats. It's a very uh, interesting group of just vigilantes that are kind of just doing their own thing. It, it's a little less uh, like if you if you say vigilantes like the you immediately think of something like a little darker, like you're thinking of Batman, like how he goes in the alleys and beats the crap out of people. Um, so it's got a little uh, a little bit of that going on. Like there's a, this world doesn't seem as friendly, like the darker side of this world, um, which the, the original My Hero Academia explores, but then also it's like you go back to school and everything's kind of hunky-dory and, you know, it's a, there's a lot of comedy beats. This one has some comedy, but it's not as comedic um, as the main series is. But, you know, I'm only one volume in. I think I'm going to follow up on this series because it seems like this was just a lot of setup, but it was fun setup. Like it's not like uh, exposition dump or anything. It's already establishing, you know, the stakes right from the beginning. Um, there's uh, a bit of action. It doesn't seem like the type of story where the main character is going to go through like a training arc or anything like that. There's no, there's definitely, you know, as because it's not like a school setting or anything, there's not going to be like exams or like a, uh, a tournament arc. I don't think that type of stuff is going to happen. So I'm really I can't really predict where this is going to go because it's, uh, you know, since so different from the typical progression of these kinds of stories, it little, seems a little more nuanced than that. So I'm excited. Um, I hope you're excited. I hope this episode came out okay. Right now, I'm not even working off of an outline. Um, I'm definitely, this is definitely just speaking off the cuff. So I, I, I kind of like to keep it this way, but, you know, just so you guys get a little bit more out of this, I, I'll try to stick to... Um, an actual outline, like a little bit of an outline, because I didn't actually do any research for this, but I wanted to make it come out on time. But I still remember enough from when I read the first volume, because it wasn't that long ago, so like two weeks ago, that I could still, you know, do an episode on this. This show's only going to get better with each episode. Uh, I hope you um, stuck through this to the end. I hope you're still listening to me right now. <laughs> if you are, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your time. And also, I got to announce the next week's series. So, Next week's series, um, I've been reading this manga called, uh, I, and this might be very unfamiliar to you, but it's called Pokemon Adventures. <laughs> it's actually not based off of the anime. It's not based off of any previous manga material. Technically, I would say it's based off of the original Game Boy games, like Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, because the main character, his name is Red, um, and it's the original 150 Pokemon, uh, you know, the original generation. But he's not Ash, and he's also not technically the main character of the game of the original game like the you know the, the kid that you get to name in the beginning and everything you go to professor oak get your first pokemon it it follows some similar beats but like it's different in several ways and um like the guy that wrote this and um illustrated it he um he definitely has his own spin on the Pokemon world. And some things are a little surprising, some things not so much. But it's been a very interesting experience. And I can't wait to share with you guys um, some of the differences and some of the details that are included in this that Pokemon always seemed like a, a family friendly. But, you know, there's some things if you think about it too much, you start to wonder like, uh, man, this is a little darker <laughs> if you th sit down and think about it. And that's the kind of feel I'm getting from this manga. Overall, it's like it's a kids manga it's uh it's mostly cheery but there are some things where i'm like wow yeah that's that's gonna be pokemon adventures i believe it's called pokemon adventures i hope i'm not wrong but i've read the first volume there's a lot of it out like a lot of it um and i know i said i wouldn't cover a long series but like this seems like one where you can pick up from any generation and start from there so uh, they cover the you know red and blue generation um and then they go all the way to like 
I think Sun and Moon. I don't know if they made it there yet, but they're probably like in X and Y territory. If you're familiar with the like, the Pokemon generations at all, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, this all sounds like drivel. But <laughs> um, yeah, so the next uh, episode is going to be on Pokemon Adventures. You can expect that sometime around this time next week. And yeah, and uh, hopefully next week also the quality improves as um, you know testing things out. And just uh, you know, I, th- I just thank you for your patience as I work through this format and on all that jazz and. I'll definitely have an outline uh, with some uh, some notes. Um, maybe I'll have the I'll reread the first volume of the Pokemon, maybe the second, uh, just to uh, refresh my memory on some details, so I could uh, provide some better examples and uh, and some more specific examples. But the idea here is also not to spoil these series as much. So I actually kind of like it when I'm more vague. But again, this is just me. If you have feedback, um, if you prefer me to present the material in a specific way, feel free, please. Um, uh, I'll always ask for a few. I always welcome it. I don't even care if it's negative. You can be like the super critic and that's fine with me because I'm trying to improve. That's my goal. Thank you so much for your time and you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you next week.